Warning, you never know what's going to pop out of our mouth. We may or may not use inappropriate language, but you, if you know us, you can guarantee we probably are. Warning. I'm going to tell you a little secret, Jewel. What's that? Do you know why we're so strong? Uh, no, I don't. It's our roots, baby. It's our roots. Not only do they, most companies that you go to work for, they, they, they do have insurance. This company does too, for the family. They, they pay not only my insurance, they pay uh, Joanne's and the kids too. Yeah, <laughs> Sarah's talking too. Then we came back, we went through Longview on the way, and we came back through uh, Longview, and we ate at, uh, what was the name of that place we ate at? Ark? The Ark in Oysterville. The Ark in Oysterville. It was a place, a real nice place, right on the bay. And uh, I kind of wanted fried clams, but they didn't have any. Betty had a hamburger, as per usual. Your father had oysters. And I, I had a hot turkey sandwich. Turkey, did you get that? Hmm? <laughs> Not me, you got that. We got home about, oh, 6.30, and, and Angel Ann came over, and we had, um, for dinner, you know what we had? We had toasted cheese sandwiches and fruit salad. And then... And Sarah thought uh, it was yucky. And Sarah thought it was yucky. <laughs> Jesus, that's yucky, Mo. Here's Ben Midler on KEX from 
this is the first time listening to us, welcome, welcome, guys. Welcome. Woo, we, we got a little serious the last episode. That we did, we did. We did, and I want to thank all of you that reached out to us. Yeah, um, there was a few people who, uh, I'm not going to say their names, but I got to connect with, and it was pretty awesome. Um, I never got to talk to anybody who has experienced the same things that I did, so it was nice. And it wasn't nice to hear that, I mean, it was just nice to hear their stories and hear how we can relate, and I got to hear some helpful things that I didn't know before, and it was it was great. Yeah, we found out somebody in our family um, reached out to us. Thank you for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, we had individuals. We also had some questions. Um, we are working on trying to get our show on YouTube. It's going to take a minute because we're buying new equipment every single week. And our goal is we we are trying. I mean, if we can succeed on this episode, we will do it. Um, but we have lighting issues. Sometimes we have, you know, a time issue because um, I'm rushing to get um, the episode done. Um, and I work more than a full-time job. So, and, and Jewel is taking care of babies and, you know, her, her man is injured right now. So... It's a good time. It's a good time in our household. As a matter of fact, I think we've named it. This is the shit show. This is the shit show. No, we're in the, this. Yeah, this yeah. is the shit show. This is the shit show. Because I kept saying that we're in the shit show or some. Or like, welcome to the shit welcome. show. And my dad's like, no, this is the shit show. You know, after a family member reached out to us over something personal regarding, you know, the history of basically similar to what Joel goes through, um, it made me stop and think just just how strong we really are as a family, you know? So we're going to talk about that a little bit today. But before we do that, you know, um, we have um, one of Joel's best friends listens to our show. We had a conversation this week, and it, I can't remember what day it was. Um, what day did you, we talk to him on the phone? It was Thursday. That morning on our PTSD news channel, <laughs> on the depressing news channel, um... I really appreciate um, the medical workers. I really do. You know, without them, you know, we we need we need we need our medical workers. But at the same time, if we have to pass something that people um, are getting injured or they're being aggressive towards our medical staff, we need to not just pass a bill or pass a law or pass a whatever we're going to do. We need to get down to the root of that problem. It's like putting a Band-Aid on something that has just been festering without getting it treated, right, guys? What's the real problem? Why are all of these people acting the way they are in, you know, to the medical staff? Why? 
Why don't we get to that root problem? Why don't we get to that root problem? Not enough funding. But passing a law, putting a Band-Aid on something is not going to fix the problem. These are people's lives, right? And I respect and respect everybody in the medical field, but also we respect individuals, okay? There's gotta be a reason. There's gotta be a reason. Okay, done preaching on that for a second, guys. <laughs> you know, I always got something to say. I mean, I can never just shut my mouth. I mean, I'm the same way. You know, I really think that we were blessed to have the family that we had. You know, as much struggles as all of us have had, you know, if you stop, think, and look back, um, we were really blessed, Jill, to be in the type of family that we were in. Yeah. And, you know, whether it's stories that we tell today or whether just, you know, sitting back and realizing the type of family that we had, not just on one side of our family, it was on both sides of our family. I mean, we are really, really blessed. I'm going to tell you a story. Well, actually, well, we're going to tell you a couple stories of really what happened, of really what, you know, either what we heard or what we experienced um, in our family to mold us to what we are today in the way that we believe things, in the way that we act, the way that we're just kind of free-spirited and we just don't give a shit because we have the right to be who we are. And each one of our family members actually, actually taught us this. And then I pass that down to Jewel. You know, I am so lucky to have had the family that I had. You know, from the earliest of time, music has always been a big part of our life and our family, no matter what we did. My mother, she would drag me to shows <laughs> as she was in college and she would do operas and um, she was a professional singer. I would watch her shows. I started going to all of these things when she was in college and got to know all of her friends. And I was really blessed with the music, you know, whether it was opera, whether it was my father's music. And I never realized when I was a child because I was really young. I mean, my first real memories of music was my parents. And I believe I pass that down to my children. We let our children um, listen to all types of music, too. And, you know, Brendan was into the blues. He started he started playing the blues before he started really doing anything else. So, you know, that was great. But let's talk about our stories of our first concert, rock concert we went to. Or concert or big concert. Do you remember the first concert that you went to? Yeah. See, when you were saying rock, I was like, mine wasn't a rock concert. <laughs> um, mine was in sync. 
How old? How old were you? Ten, maybe not even like younger. I was probably like eight or nine. I don't know. Pretty young. And then, yeah, that was my first concert. And what was your experience? What do you remember? The thing that's crazy that people probably won't believe me because this person was not big. This person was not big back then. But you guys will never guess who opened up for NSYNC. And it was Usher. Usher, of all people. And now Usher, I would say, is huge, more huge compared to NSYNC. I mean, NSYNC is like an iconic band, but Usher got huge, you know what I mean? And so when Usher came out and we're like, well, who's this guy? And then pretty much right after that, he became popular. But yeah, it was NSYNC and Usher. And the experience that I remember was this was their when they were like the puppet time and like they were on like the puppet strings and all this stuff so when they went across the crowds they really tried i think they they shouldn't have done this this was like above their they should have just stuck onto the stage um they tried to swing across the crowds and i remember i can't remember who it was one of them their cord was it joey i think it was might have been joey yeah um their cord broke but they handled it really they professionally. Did. And they, they dangled like off to the side and everybody was like, oh! but then like they, they, they were fine. They didn't fall off. Like it was mm-hmm. just one cord. So like they were hanging off of one cord. Yeah, it was pretty, pretty. I remember it, obviously. Um, but yeah, that was my first concert and first concert experience. It was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. So mine um, was a rock concert. My father moved us to Chicago, and I was nine or ten, ten maybe. Yeah, I think I was ten, because Harlan was born, and we're all ten years. We're all ten years, right? Something like that. Something with the tens. Harlan was born, and then we moved. So I was ten when we moved to Chicago. So we were away from home. And my cousin came into town and she was in the tubes, Michelle Gray. And so my father, I think it was, I mean, we all went and we were in the front row. And you got to remember, I mean, the tubes put on a show. It was theatrical. It was, I mean, it was, it was probably inappropriate for, you know, a 10 year old. But here I was in that front row. And if you don't know who the tubes are, they they sang She's a Beauty. My cousin, Michelle Gray, she went on to uh, the the lead singer of the motels at the time did Monkey Time, you know, because she was the one who would sing the Monkey Time. She was a backup dancer and singer in there. Now, the opening act was Utopia. And I remember my father going, okay, it's going to be really loud. So he gave me earplugs because he were always worked in like a press or he was in the film industry, you know. So he he gave me earplugs. And I remember, so the lead singer, I had no idea at the time of Utopia. 
was Todd Rundgren. And I'm sitting there in the front and in Chicago, I have these earplugs in my ears and it was so dang loud. And I'm like sitting there through his set and him holding my ears. And I saw him look down at me like, Oh, this little girl, she's like, you know, blah, blah, blah. Shouldn't be here. <laughs> well, she, well, later on, we went backstage with uh, Michelle, and I believe I saw, saw him in passing. But I was this little, little kid, right? But I had no idea at that time that my cousin Michelle was later on going to marry Todd Rundgren. At that time, I was so little. I mean, I didn't know who any of those people were. They were just my family, right? So um, I'm going to read something to you real quick. Um, All of you, family that listen to us. I think I have Michelle's announcement in the paper right here. (laughs) I got to put my old lady glasses on. Maybe it's not her. Maybe it's somebody else. No, I don't think it's her. It says, a girl was born to Mr. and Mrs. Eugene Gray. At Beaverton Tuesday, the father was formerly a star pitcher on the Hillsboro ball team. It could be her. Well, then we have here. Oh, Mrs. Eugene Gray. Yeah, see, I don't, I don't know if that's this was this was a girl that was born. This is their son. <laughs> that could be Michelle, mm-hmm. or it could be somebody else. You and the family need to just snap me out of it because you know I was the little one. I was the baby, right? I don't know crap. I'm just trying to get to know my family. So Alice was Michelle Gray's grandmother. True story, right there. She was she was a she was one of a kind. One of a kind. Michelle's mother, um, Pat, she would always sit next to me in the concerts in Portland. She was a hoot. Love, loved her. Loved her. Miss her. She was a one of a kind. One of a kind. She was a rock. But yeah. So that was our experiences um, for our, our, our first concerts. Later on, we went and saw, you know, many, many, many other um, concerts. Yeah, I've been to um, what I guess you would call them festivals or whatever, but it what we call it, it was just Warped Tour. That's where I saw most of my bands in one, one sitting. I was able to see them all at once, so that was nice. And then, of course, growing up, going to all my brother's concerts and whatever concerts he went to, I went to. And then, I mean, there was the limit. I mean, uh, when I was younger, I couldn't go to certain concerts that he went to. Um, But then uh, I'd say my highlight concerts have been when I was an adult. I would say Warp Tour is a highlight of my concert timing. But like I got to see one of my all time favorite people. And that probably is just going to be the highlight of my life always. And then I always got to... really I already listened to NF but to hear him in person and like genuinely hear him like singing rapping and like he does it so well and so poetically 
It, I love him. I was so jealous, man. I got her tickets to Logic, and NF was opening. Mm-hmm. So, and NF she opened up, and she lived in uh, Spokane at the time, and she had to come down here to Portland. Whoops, <laughs> <laughs> um, to to go see it because that's where I bought the tickets for. So, before we we move on, don't forget to check out Josh Larson. And Rachel's podcast on YouTube um, or, you know, Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Dying on the inside. It'll be linked down in the bio. Don't forget to check out Dylan's Art Glass. He's doing some great stuff out there. His link will be in the bio. Also, don't forget to check out our merch. We did a special merch. I worked, you know, it, I, I I create all of our merch. Yesterday, Jewel and I did it together because it was for C, CVS awareness. Now, what it is, is just because you don't suffer from CVS, it's bringing awareness when you wear that shirt mm-hmm. because we want... Make people ask questions. Make people ask questions. Um, So that's going to be... I'll actually link that shirt in our description. Um, All of our shirts now are $25. We had to increase it because um, the material costs. So now all of our shirts are $25. We do have a one-year... anniversary discount for 10% on all of our clothing now. Um, it's not on our um, it's not on our bags, but um, we do have it and you have to put in the number one and then in all caps year. So the number one year and there's no space in between that. It's one year. So then you get a 10% discount on all of your merchandise. Right? Heck yeah. Heck yeah. You know, um, my very first memory of, I realized that I was in big families, but I didn't really realize how big my family was. Mm-hmm. Right? You know, I over at my my grandma Jules' house, I would have my aunt Eva, aunt Ida, my aunt Betty. Aunt Betty lived um, in Milwaukee. My grandma Jewel lived in Milwaukee. My aunt Eva lived in Portland with my uncle Vernie, and you know, everybody else kind of lived downtown. You know, they lived in. Um, didn't live very close. Some of them lived, um, you know, over by the coast. Some of them lived in Sherwood. Some, I mean, it was just kind of everywhere. Beaverton. Hillsboro. You know, kind of everywhere. So I realized that, you know, I I was in a big family over on on my dad's side. But I really, really did not realize how big our family was until I went to one of our reunions 
and I got to see people that I've never met before. And of course they knew me, I was, I, you know, and, and I know you've been put into that situation too. All the time. <laughs> and our family, all of them, they're amazing people. They were strong people. You know, I would hear stories of way back when from my father on, and I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna show this little, I mean, maybe we can, we're gonna take this picture, maybe we'll make it our cover. But my family would work on the railroad. They were pretty strong individuals. Pretty strong individuals. But I will say this. It was my great, I don't know, one of my family members can correct me. So one of my great, great, great grandfathers, um, or maybe it was the grandfather before then. No, no, I think I said it right. So they had a big family and all of the brothers um, were out you know, they got all, all enlisted, right? My gra- great-great-great-grandfather had to come back because their land, there was a robbery on their land, and he had to come back and take care of it, all of the, you know, the family, the stuff, and rebuild it, and he had to, he had to you know, stay at home and so I realized then that my family was kind of special. So my great, great, great grandfather um, was in the Civil War. He was like 16 of age and he got thrown in jail. But guess what? He didn't stay there. He ended up uh, hiking over here to and landed over in Scapoose. But I got to tell you something. He didn't agree with slavery. Mm-hmm. He didn't. And I knew that from that story that we had some pretty pretty special people in our family. And the stories that I, I hear was just, you know, it's kind of amazing to me, you know. So here I was as a little kid and I heard all of these stories, right? And now I get to see how big our family is. Now, from you, you you didn't get to experience that. I mean, they were packed everywhere. But I know you came in and you got to meet these people too. Yeah. Of course, all of the older people had... Uh, you know, passed away. But I think I credit my worth work ethic and how strong I am on that. And I think back how hard our family had to work and and it just is embedded in me and it just got passed down. And that was on both sides of my family. And then on my other side of my family, I really, at a young age, noticed this strong bond between all of the uncles. It's like they were taking care of everybody. 
One thing that I've noticed and heard can repetitively through stories being passed down through um, on my mom's side, on both sides of hers. So like my grandfather's and my grandmother's side, they are just helpful. They can't help but help. And there, I mean, we have a few of our family members, obviously, that just it hasn't passed on. I mean, it happens. But majority of our family members just can't help but help other people. And that is a characteristic that I will always want to keep and pass on within my children. Because you have to, if you can't help other people, that's not, I mean, you, you can't live in society, like society that way. We, if we all have that goal of being selfish, we're not, we're all not going to get there. We all have to help each other out. And, you know, um, my lovely grandmother, I got to hear just how much she really does help the homeless community in our area. And it really touched my heart because doesn't matter how old she's getting she knows that there's a bigger purpose and reason out there and she's helping other people and that is so huge to me even in the crisis of covid she's still above and goes above and beyond for these people and i love it i love hearing it and it makes me proud to be in the family you know that i'm in Mm -hmm. yeah you know um my father used to tell me now some may some people may think this is a little bit crazy but my father used to tell me well you chose me Mm -hmm. you chose your parents you chose your parents and you know what if that is the case i am so lucky i chose my parents i really am i would say um In a sense, that's true for my case, but um, kind of a little untrue. I I was lucky enough to have someone come into my life that has been the best father figure I could ever, ever ask for. Mm -hmm. And then I have my mother who has never, ever given up. So that for me, I have, you know what I mean? I have that. You can't give up. I mean, you just can't give up. And that is rooted in me from my family. Mm -hmm. You just, you can't give up. You know, my father, um, he has this, you know, awesome way of organizing his historical stuff in an old film, um, Haystead Box, (laughs) (laughs) marked old historical stuff, Ed's historical stuff. And Jewel and I started going through and after he passed away and we saw old clippings and all of that. They used to write no matter what the heck they were doing. Guys, okay, so like you know what the newspaper is these days, right? It's a bunch of propaganda and it's a bunch of stuff that gets pushed. I wish it was actually like this these days. Like I would love to hear that Susan went to Diane's house on Tuesday. And had a great time. (laughs) And that's what they wrote about, okay? 
and they said on Tuesday evening they went and had dinner at so and so's house and it was great. It was it was and then they would describe like what the weather was like. It was like a sunsetty day going on the boulevard, all this kind of like I'm like, I love that. Can we have that more so now? Like oh we get we get shit now. So the newspaper was like Facebook. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much, but in a better way. We got to only hear the good. Have to get my old people's glasses out, you know. So, can't see y'all. She can't see. Well, especially on, they used to save clippings, like clippings, like, like clippings, and they used to post, you know, save them. And one of them here, I'm having just a hard time trying to read, but one of them right here, we have a clipping that says "woman's skull broken," and I'm like. Well, what the heck happened, man? I don't, I don't want any relations to that. And, But we have a clipping of it. And, of course, we have a wedding and a birth. Um, and We also we, have a death right here, too. We have a death. You know, we have a lot of deaths. But then we have a birthday party of a young and old. There we go. We have birthday parties. And it was posted right there. My great 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 grandfather. Um, it e- they even said in the newspaper that is a he went underwent an appendix operation at the Smith Hospital last Saturday night. I mean, they even said that. I have no follow up if he did okay through it, but you know, right here he had his appendix out. I have my appendix out. I still got mine. What is wrong with our appendix in our fam? I don't know. I don't know. But they used to save these clippings. Of importance. I mean, these these were important. One clipping said that one of my... Ray Pierce went to jail. Holy shit. Yeah, we have a criminal. And I'm like, what happened? Not all of us follow the same suit, you know? And I'm like... Did he really? We and then when we connected <laughs> to our family relative who um, recently, who we talked to about our previous episode, we brought it up and she was like, "Oh yeah," <laughs> and we we definitely have to have a conversation about that at another time. But yeah. yeah, you know, I was thinking back, thinking back. You know, my aunt, great aunt vet Betty, she ran this hotel that's just down the street from us. It's probably not a good motel anymore. But I feel like at one time it was nice. And it's on McLaughlin. Um, Pretty much any motel hotel on McLaughlin's probably not good. But it was it's over by where we used to live. Right. You know, right. over... Yeah. I would I drive by that. And it always reminds me because she used to own that motel. My Aunt Betty, she was such a hoot. We had such a great time together. Um, they they would her real name was Bessie and all of these I was so young, I'm like, who the hell is Bessie? Because I know her as Betty and she hated that. So I took these, you know, you know, my father organized this really well. <laughs> no. <laughs> I took this stack over to my Uncle Jack. And went through this with him so he could see, you know, his family history. And 
you know, he, we sat there for a while going through this and he would explain to me who everybody was. Um, and I think he had fun too, you know, because a, a lot of our family on that side is no longer with us, but they left a big imprint, you know, in all of us. Still to this day, still till this day. So I have a lot of people in my life growing up that were really strong, Mm -hmm. really strong, really strong women. You know, from my mother to my mother's mother was really strong to even. Fuck yeah, she was, dude. Yeah. Fuck. Sorry. I don't care who, who you are. My mother's mother was strong. She's a warrior. Yeah. And um, to my grandma Jewel mm-hmm. was strong. I mean, she was one of those. She was one of those that her house was freaking spotless, man. Spotless. And she, everybody loved her. So you're telling me that's where I get my OCD from? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's how come you're so short. Yeah. Right, yeah. Yeah, you're so short. And you have small feet like her. Everything on me small. My fingers are small. Everything on me. Everybody just thinks I'm just a child still. I think you and Gerilyn are about the same height, right? You and Gerilyn, maybe? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> and the thing is, is when you get older, you shrink. Yeah. And yeah, I think you and Gerilyn are about the same height. But my, but Grandma Jewel is really short, too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, All of my women. I mean, even, you know... Eat my aunt Eva, man, I miss her. My great aunt Eva, she was a blast. You knew uh, Uncle Vernie, but I mean, you you've met Aunt Eva, but yeah. I think she passed away when you were li- little. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. yeah. So, what what kind of memories do you got of the the strong ass women, man, in our family? I have, yeah, mine are majority women, and I maybe have like one or two guys. Um, sorry. Um, but you, you're my number one. Um, I'm your number one. Yeah. Cause the y'all, they don't even know what the half the shit she's been through and she's still here today. So y'all just need to give her props and kudos for that. <laughs> um, cause she's just, shit's crazy in a battle. Um, and then, um, another person that really sticks out is Aunt Oz. Yeah. She's been through some shit, man. And she may not be necessarily blood related to me. She married into our family, but she has had such an impact. And to learn what she's learned, gone through, experienced, that shit, that shit's hard. That shit's, she's strong as shit. Um, I love her, miss her. Um, then... I would have to say, I mean, my grandpa, because he, you know, he battled through, you know, addiction, and I feel like he did a pretty good job. And even, you know, um, my Uncle Kevin. He has had to persevere through so much shit, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, even though he's a pain in my ass sometimes. 
Yeah. He's a pain in sometimes all of our asses. He's a pain in all of our ass sometimes. We love him, though. He's he's one of those that knows everything, right? Okay. I love him, but he thinks he knows everything. <laughs> he thinks he knows. He's a know-it-all. Um, but he, uh, yeah, strong as hell. Don't know how he's made it out of the shit that he's been through. But again, it's like, I feel like our family is like mentally strong. We may not be physically strong. We may be small. We may be not be, but we mentally can go through some shit and still fucking show up. <laughs> yep, we can, you know, show up and with our, with bells on, man. Bells on. Yep. <laughs> so out of our, our pounds of, you know, clippings, what stuck out to you the most when we were going through prison prison ray going to prison <laughs> can't fathom it don't know why don't know why my family hasn't spoke up about it you know i mean okay i know it's not a big deal to go to jail okay you go to jail whatever but like it sounded like he was in there for some shit for something obviously it was for something but, and- but he got released no i think he broke out no, 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 no. He didn't break out. It was great, great grandpa that broke out. Oh, great. I mean, fuck. But that was in the Civil War. But he did and it he, for a good reason. And he hoofed it here. But he did it for That's a good reason. That's the story I was told. I mean, if you and my family can correct me on that, but, you know. You know, I was... Jewel and I were trying to, you know, do our family tree and... um. You good over there? Making sure my eyeliner's good, sorry. I mean, it's okay to cry. It's okay to cry when we're talking about those that are no longer with us. It's all a okay. It just means we love them. Just yeah, but it. um black doesn't go well with tears. I mean it it's, it it can be a grunge look. I mean, you can smear it out. It's all good, you know. It's all good. They're just important people. I know they are important people. And they are. Um. Yeah, but I think uh, I think Ray got out of jail, and when I read the re- articles and yeah. stuff like that, yeah. So and and they, I don't think that they. No, they didn't they, pursue anything. They didn't. I don't think he. They found anything on him. Yeah. But you know, it's just one of those family stories. Um. But when Jewel and I were um going through our history on the on on the Pierce side. Man, if we could find out a couple things in our family, we would know if we were related to one of the presidents of the United States. Mm-hmm. Now, if it goes one way, we are. If it goes another way, we're not. You yeah. know? And the way everything pans out it freaking looks like it. And I'm thinking, I'm hoping it doesn't, doesn't, because it doesn't look like that dude was a very good dude. No, he wasn't, because he was, like, for slavery, and he was not a good president. I don't like him. Majority of our presidents weren't good. Yeah, but didn't he, like, run somebody over? Didn't we read something like yeah, that? He like, he ran somebody over? He wasn't a good person. Was not. Was not a good person. Unfortunately, he's on my family tree right now. So I'm hoping I can figure out that he's really not on my family tree. But just because we have an attachment <laughs> relation does not mean that we know 
fuck I don't like that no I don't do it no so I'm gonna need to get in touch with my family mm-hmm. to figure out if that's the case family Be- meeting yeah we're we gotta we gotta have a family meeting because if that's the case he's related to the bushes not not he's re- he would be related to Barbara Bush not which technically we're still kind of I mean kind of safe because he, she, you know she married in to the bushes but still fuck I know right so I'm hoping we don't sway that way I'm hoping that the information is incorrect and maybe but even we, we if go there the is, other way and then our history stops right there I don't know <laughs> even if it is you know what we can say that we're the ones who changed it up and stopped that shit right and we aren't those type of people yeah I mean, yeah, we can. We can. So, you know, your roots can go so deep. A lot of people don't have the type of family that we have that just, you know, um, gets into your soul. I would say um, people from the outside in describes our family as crazy. No, they say we're like hippity dippity, woo woo type Uh. of people. I'm like, you know what? Fine. I'm hippie and woo-woo type people, and we're nice, okay? I used to think that we were the rejects. <laughs> we're the rejects of the Matrix, I don't know. <laughs> oh, no, yeah, for sure. Um, if like we were like Matrix status, they fucked up on me. Yeah, yeah, they, they need did. to reprogram me. Yeah, is there, boop, yeah. Boop, boop. <laughs> they need to press that button. Oh, my gosh. I am seeing... That they are going to have a robotic dog. I'm good. I'm good. Again, guys. <laughs> again, we don't need it. Was it Astro that was the robotic dog that was in that cartoon? Is it Astro? <laughs> I don't know. But we don't need it. I can tell you guys. I'm trying to tell you guys. Okay. One technology that I was like, okay, that you guys invented something that really was worthwhile for me. And that was the air fryer. Okay, y'all did great with the air fryer, but then I looked at it and I'm like, it's really not that great of an. I mean, it is, but it isn't. I looked at it and it's literally a Bunsen burner, just like flipped in there, like it's got a coil. It's in there, and um, you just put the. I mean, it's great. That's great. I mean, oh, you're using the shit out of it, girl, because it's not greasy. You don't have you don't have to dunk it in grease. I love that idea, and like I we you know cook shit ton of stuff in there these days. Every day we've cooked in it. But there is certain things that just go a little bit extra that we don't need. And we don't need these robots. That's, we don't. Well, they're thinking that we need them. They're thinking that we need them. Well, let's just get back on topic here. Let's get back on topic. So, you know, people say to me, they're, Sarah, you're so different. You're so you know, they look at me, I'm, I'll sing at the top of my lungs some music. I'll care for, you know, people. Um, I'm just, you know, that is my roots. That, you know, all of my family had an impact on my life. All of them. And, you know, if I had a different family, I'd be a different person. Or if you went through different events. Or if I went through different events in my life. Yep. 
the reason why I am the person that I am today is from my family for, for everything that happened. You know, if I would have been, you know, in a different situation, I wouldn't be the person I am. Just like you. Just like you. I've had to correct some shitty shit on my other side of my family, though. Yeah, you have. So I've had to persevere and not to be that way. And um, I feel like I've done a pretty dang good job. And I um, may in my head live in a negative mindset, but outly spoken, I try to be as positive as I can be. Mm -hmm. I mean, even in our kitchen, it says something like, don't forget to be awesome. Mm -hmm. Don't forget. Just don't forget to be yourself. Yeah, be yourself. Be yourself. Be as real as you can. You know, be nice, man. And if your family doesn't accept you, we're your family mm-hmm. now and we accept you. And if you never got to have a family like we did, man, well, we have stories for days, man. I mean, it would probably embarrass some people. <laughs> yeah. 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 Hey, Share your stories with us. Share your first remembrance of realizing, you know, who all of your family were. Um, share a funny story. Share like something that was meaningful that that stuck with you till now as an adult. Anything, uh, anything that if you have children, anything that you pass down to your children. With just like how you are on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. Share those stories with us. It's awesome. Something funny. Before I leave, there's something so funny about a trip that my my great aunt Eva and Uncle Vernie went on. We would always go to the beach. In, you know, the last few years of my grandmother's life, we went to the beach and we started like on the north side of uh, the Oregon coast and we went all the way down to like California and we spent the summer um, on the Oregon coast and we camped because they had a camper and so you know that's how we did it well here's my uncle Vernie and we always had to stop at the Dairy Queen you know the Dairy Queen that's right there Mm -hmm. and he's parked oh my gosh (sighs) I think I peed my pants this time (laughs) my uncle Vernie now my Aunt Eva she would always like (laughs) She'd always like, you know, kind of like we are like with, you know, when when somebody's driving and you're you're just like, what do you go, you know, do this, slow down, go, blah, 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 left, right, you know. We're backseat drivers. <laughs> really bad. It's, it's well, a problem. I'm sitting sitting there. I think they had a suburban or something like that that they would tra- uh, have the 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 trailer on. Anyways, um, so. I'm sitting in the back, getting done with the ice cream. And he's sitting there parked. And and I'm like, I don't know what happened, but I'm like, go, Vernie, go, go. Because I was trying to like do it before um, Eva did it. And um, he starts going and he's like parked. He's like, Sarah. Oh, my God. We were laughing forever. He was like, like shaking up like he was going to go. It was the funniest thing ever i mean we just you know back in the day i mean i guess you had to be there but and we were all i I think i peed my pants laughing so hard (laughs) yeah i think our our family loves to go to the beach Mm -hmm. um 
and we used to go to the beach all the time as a family and then there was one time I went and it was just me and grandma and Kev and um because I I loved going to the beach so I never missed any opportunity so if my grandma was like hey I'm going to the beach I'm like I'm going going with grandma (laughs) so I went and I don't know how old I was at the time but I remember we my grandma was known like I just you just picture my grandma and she's just like you're just she's an angel she's an angel she doesn't do no wrong she just don't speak no wrong she don't say no bad words she's just perfect right so we're playing this game and I think she said shit or she said damn it or something not she didn't say fuck she didn't say she doesn't say extreme stuff like that she's really no she said like shit or damn it or something like that and I was like and I didn't try to make a big deal, but I was like, this is the first. It would time. probably be shit because she wouldn't say damn it. Yeah, I don't because know. Because my mom, she don't. I think she, she said shit or she, something or bitch. So I don't know. She said son of a bitch, something along those lines. And I tried not to make a deal, but it was a big deal because it was the first time I ever heard my grandma cuss. So I was like, oh, my God. I was like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. <laughs> and like me and Kevin were like, we acknowledged it. We're like, oh, my God, she did it right in front of me. And so I didn't say anything in front of her. I just, you know, held it in my brain. I went home and I told my parents. That's how <laughs> the first thing I told them. I was like, Grandma cussed. And they're like, well, what'd you do? And I'm like, I didn't do anything. I swear. I swear I didn't do anything. I was like, we're playing a game. And she got pissed at the game. And she said something. I didn't say, I was a kid. I didn't say she didn't pissed. But she cussed at the game. And they didn't believe me. And I'm st- I stuck with my story till this day that she did cuss and I think Kevin eventually had my back and I was like yeah she did she straight up did it and I think that was probably one it's pretty funny to me because it being a big deal that my grandma said a cuss word and I'm sitting here cussing oh she cussed she cussed she just probably didn't cuss in front of you well that's why I was saying like she was super like in grandma in my grandma's uh, she was perfect so then I heard her cuss so I was like oh shit Oh shit, she cussed. I was like, oh, she's not perfect. I'm like, because you know, and it's, but she tries to have that image, you know, but I love her. Love her. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, my grandma cussed. I mean, she would see what she would shit. She would, god damn it. (laughs) She would do it. See, but I never seen it growing up. And then I seen it and I was like, okay. But then, you know, I mean, look I gotta at, say, yeah, look like, at who my father is. I got my mouth from my father. He, so. he didn't hold back. No, me. he didn't hold he back. He didn't hold back from You know, he, he, you know, yeah. He totally cussed in front of me. He did not care. Yeah. Um, so remember, guys, remember your roots. Remember your roots and keep real to yourself. One thing is, you know, I do see that, you know, we have some young listeners, you know, hey, we swear. We try not to say anything that inappropriate. Um, But if you are listening, be true to yourself. Be true to yourself and don't get hooked in try to mimic somebody else's life. Yep. Right? It's only one you, y'all. Only Only one one you. you. I don't know why I said y'all, but it's only one you. (laughs) Only one you. Be true to you. Yep. Don't let don't let anybody dim down your sparkle. Don't. Don't. Sparkle on. 
Right, 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 right. And as the dog's barking, <laughs> that's our cue. <laughs> Until next time, I'm Sarah. And I'm Jewel. Peace. Peace. Ladylike is produced by us. Our theme song is by Comeback Karma. Don't forget to like and subscribe.